1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Some get stressed out preparing for guests over the holidays. Not Marcus Theaters. They can't wait to welcome you back to Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now to see Eternals and Clifford the Big Red Dog at MarcusTheaters.com. You don't have to to look very far for a big man on Monday mornings. And it's even even easier to find him after a Packer win. Good morning, Santana. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. I tell you, I am in a football turkey day blitz. It was just outstanding. It's been football going on in my house since Thursday. And where are we at? That's that's four or five days. I don't know. Count them up. We have one day left. Great. This week isn't even yeah. finished yet. We have a game tonight. We have a game on Monday night at Santana. It's not even over with. You're exactly right. <laughs> you got one more day of football, folks. They got the uh, the footballs and uh, is it the footballs play tonight? What, Seattle? Uh, is that what it is? Seattle and the footballs? I don't know. Oh yeah, Seattle and the Washington football, the footballs. I'm like, what? What the hell are they talking about? Football? <laughs> Did you almost uh, say what the f? <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say the what football the- are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the football is going on? <laughs> right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, that's going to be a great matchup. And no, it won't uh, on Monday night. But let's talk well, about. Wait a minute, that Heineke guy. He's doing pretty well, isn't he? The quarterback of the footballs. He yeah, came in and bad. he's like a little. Kind of a Brett Farvey kind of guy. Well, that's why he wears four. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's. Sure. He's a real spark plug. A real spark yeah, plug, that bad, one. A real fire. I don't know much about him, but he yeah. seemed like he was doing okay. Okay. So you, so you think he's a nice fella? Is that what you're saying? He seems like a I, nice fella. I don't know if he's a nice fella. Oh, okay. Just, he seems like he's doing all right. Like he's doing the football okay. field. All right. Okay. Because that's supposed to be Fitz, Fitzmagic's job, but he got hurt like mm-hmm. right away mm-hmm. this year. But, yeah, the kid's doing a pretty good job. He okay. is. All right, that's another one of your teams. So we're gonna we're covering all your teams here. We'll get to all t- of them. we'll get to Tampa later. <laughs> Let's talk about your yeah the one that you spent the majority of your career with the Packers who looked uh, did they look good yesterday or did the Rams do the Rams look like they're stuck in the mud kind of? Um. Well, the the Packers look good. The Rams are still in a fix it. Um, position because they lost one of their top wide receivers, Robert Woods, but to they, ACL about two weeks ago. Um, but, but they, you know that being said, you know every, everybody's picking the the Rams to be there at the end, and I think you know the the Packers have served notice with the likes of the Rams and uh, beating Phoenix on the road and doing the things, being in the game with Kansas City, that they are one of the elite teams in the NFL to be reckoned with this year. So. Uh, I think the title after yesterday's game would definitely be enough because the Packers have enough. Now, uh, your uh, let's see, you guys, your Packers uh, played the Rams at Lambeau. I looked it up, nineteen ninety-seven, beat them seventeen to seven. They were the St. Louis Rams at the time. Okay, yeah, any takeaways or memories of that game? No, I don't even remember. I was trying to remember the game. Yeah, like I was trying to remember who the starting quarterback and running back was. When you say that, not mm, had to man. be had to be Warner, right? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. No, it's too. No, ninety nine. St. Louis got real good. Yeah. So was it Kurt Warner in ninety seven? Mm. Seems like that would have been like a Jim Everett time or something oh, well, like that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. 
97. I, right. St. Louis. My Ram history uh, isn't that good. And it was even the, like the same team, a team from Los Angeles or a team from St. Louis. They're wearing the same uniform, but really got to be a different not. vibe going on between those two things. Yeah, really not the same. Really not the same. I mean, I mean, but when you look at what Green Bay is doing right now, you know, I'm looking at the offensive line, for instance, and they've got three guys out, and they're going against four top, two of the four defenders, defensive linemen yesterday have been NFL defensive players of the year. So I'm looking at that game like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And the offensive line played well. You know, and let me say this too. I've been on the bandwagon of bashing our current GM, and I didn't understand why we needed a guy by the name of Dylan. Um, oh and yeah. The draft pick. It has panned out to show to show me and prove everybody else that you know a lot of times Dylan is getting hit maybe at the line of scrimmage or no more than one yard. You know, on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and he's he's dragging people six, seven yards, and all of a sudden that turns something that might be second and ten into a third and one situation or into a second and two situation. And he's doing a lot of that by himself. And just what that does for an offensive scheme is amazing. So, you know, we got to give credit where credit is due. That was an awesome pickup. But two years ago when that draft pick happened, I'm like, why? What, What for? Because we've got two quality running backs. Well, yeah, and one of them's in Detroit now, and the other's hurt. And when well, we had we had Jones yesterday. He played. Jones yeah, was Jones on the field a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he was suited up. Know, he was was up he hurt the last but couple the, of the weeks. The bulk of the work hurt for one week yesterday, okay. and, and we were okay. We yeah. were all better for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they uh, wanted to eat up time, when they had the lead, and they just wanted to buzz through some time, they handed it to him over and over again, and it worked out well. It worked out very well. Hey, as a defensive lineman, what sort of chatter is going on in the in the defensive huddle when a guy like Dylan is falling forward, even when you hit him at the line or maybe even behind the line, and he still falls forward for three or four yards? That's got to be really frustrating for you guys, right, for somebody who does what you did for a living? Yeah, it definitely is. You know, you kind of talk about squeezing the holes and the gaps and making sure that you don't expect one guy to uh, make the tackle. A, a, a quality running back like that, you've got to gang tackle him. So he kind of reminds me a lot of an Eddie George or a Corey Dillon. Not the Corey Dillon that was at New England that everybody knows about, but the Corey Dillon early in his career that was at the Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. that you just couldn't tackle with one person. You know, So um, you definitely talk about, hey, let's make sure we rally to the ball and help each other out because he's a big guy running downhill. Okay, so that's how you bring him down. You gotta, you gotta get to him. Everybody has to get to him. How would you tackle him if it's you? You're the first guy there. You're not going high. No, no, no. I'm gonna grab him and yell for help. Help! <laughs> I got him. I got him. Help! Someone else finish him off. I got a leg. Maybe I don't got him. Maybe I don't got him. Help. I got him. Help! Um. You know what we haven't talked about under What's our that? new defensive coordinator that none of us were excited to have, Joe Barry, when he showed up in Green Bay in the offseason yeah. after Mike Pettin was fired, and I, I said, why didn't we just keep Mike Pettin? Why did we get Joe Barry? You know, we're yeah. not talking about 
Remember how we couldn't tackle? It's like how we can't tackle. We can't tackle. We haven't talked about our defense not tackling, I don't think, maybe since week one when they lost. Right. that just hit exactly. me. That's true. That just hit me a couple days ago. They tackle. These MRFers tackle. De- definitely. Those footballers do tackle. So what so, changed between Joe Barry and the other defensive coordinators? Joe Barry told him to. Oh. Yeah, the philosophies, Easy. you know, the intent, you know, what what we're gonna stand for and not stand for. Um, you know, and everything I see defensively is fixable. Meaning that, you know, we're making plays defensively. We are getting gashed from time to time. But those are young mistakes. Like, I look at the, both touchdowns yesterday that the Rams were able to score, and those were young communication mistakes or a young guy in Goodman trying to make another play instead of, you know, playing a guy by the name of Odell Beckham and not looking back at the quarterback. So, you know, they're fixable. And, you know, and that would, with that being said, we still got two, three guys out in the secondary that when they come back later in the year, it's just going to make us that much better. How good is Kenny Clark playing right now? I think he's playing the best of his career. You know, uh, there's not enough press going towards Kenny, but when I watch him playing, he's the most dominant guy up front by all means. And I'm not just talking about in the pass rush. See, a lot of times we get uh, enamored by who's rushing the passer in the front seven. But I'm talking about the run game, controlling the line of scrimmage, as well as putting pressure on the passer. I can't imagine how exhausting it must be to be double teamed on every play. Like, by the end of the game, how tired you must be. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, his ass just has to be worn out. Exactly. But- but his job is to take up bodies to make it easier for somebody else to make a play, right? That's... Take up bodies and allow the linebackers and the guys around him to flow and be able to make plays. You're exactly right. Is he being called a nose guard? I don't even know if we have that anymore. Do we use the term nose guard in football anymore? I think we use it, but there are not many of them. There are not many grave diggers left out right, there. Right, right. Like, I was thinking Kenny Clark should have a sandwich like Gilbert did. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bar. Does he? Clark yeah. bar. Clark bar. Yeah, really would you be a tuna on rye or something like that? It would yeah. be like well, Gilbert full was of grease and butter and <laughs> yeah. cheddar cheese. It'd be a, a tuna and tomato. And you know, yeah. good you know, for you, probably. Good the best you. thing about Kenny Clark is he's getting the job done. I mean, he is occupying bodies. He's getting into the backfield. He's being disruptive, and he hasn't. Choked one offensive lineman yet this year that yeah, I've seen. Yeah, what was that? Did you see Aaron Donald yeah. with his hand on the throat of our center yesterday? Why wasn't that yeah. a flag? Why wasn't that a flag? I evidently the official didn't see it. You the know, official was breaking it up. The official yeah. was, was standing there, hey, break it up, break it up. He should have been throwing his flag <laughs> and then going break it up, right? I would love for that incident to be mic'd up. I, I would love it because the offensive lineman is there sitting there like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything, Mom. <laughs> you know, like two siblings arguing upstairs in the room, bedroom. You know, I didn't do anything, Mom. Why is, why is my big brother choking me? <laughs> he just started choking me. Hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. I'm just, just sitting here, and his hand went around my neck. But, okay, I understand it's usually the guy who – Re- reacts that gets the flag thrown on him, right? But that's usually yeah. a punch or a swing. This was 
a turn a to choke. Ch- choke him out. I mean, it seems more diabolical than a swing. No? Yeah, you got you to gotta flag the choke. You're exactly yeah, right. Right. But that's, you know, that's what we were talking about earlier. That's some of the frustration that I'm sure Aaron Donald, who is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Not yesterday had, he wasn't. Had, not yesterday. You're exactly right. So I'm sure there was some frustration in that choke because he expected to be a, a, a lot better game for him and his teammates. The last time during the playoffs, he showed up and he had broken ribs. So right. I'm right. sure he was looking at that game to be able to come back and really dominate the line of scrimmage. And it just did not happen yesterday. So, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised in watching that game yesterday. So I thought it was really going to be an issue. You're talking about Goody a minute ago with the A.J. Dill- AJ Dillon pickup in the draft. How much yeah. credit does he get for all these offensive linemen he's grabbed along the way that he's they plugged in? For India, with other guys going down, and not just other guys, pro bowlers. I mean, some of the best in the business, and they've managed to take care of the line, keep it in, uh, keep our quarterback upright. Yeah, I mean, the offensive linemen, they've been able to be a a plug-and-play type system, and we're all the better for it. I mean, we have not had the top offensive tackle in the NFL for any part of this season at all, and hopefully he was able to come back you know, in December or January for the playoffs, but Bakhtiari hadn't even been out there, and our offensive line has not missed a beat. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm looking for tight ends to stay in and help block and running backs to help block to help with the situations, but there's not a lot of that. Um, These offensive linemen are pulling their weight. When we were kids and the Packers were really bad, every year they would draft an offensive lineman in the first or second round because the line was always a mess. In the last couple of years, we've lost Brian Balaga, Lindsley. They've both gone to uh, to the uh, to the Chargers. We have Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari, who's out and hurt. Elton Jenkins, who went down a week ago. And they have managed to replace these guys over and over and over again. I mean that's that's. Quite I think a, for a long time the Packers didn't know what the problem was. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, looking back, that's what I think. Yeah. And it was the board, and well, it was yeah. the ownership structure. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah. let's not get into the ownership structure. It's it's a bye week now. What would you do on your bye week if you're healthy and you don't have to stay in town? Rest, relax, spend some time with your family, especially during the holidays, and come back and be ready for the last leg of this journey, you know. So I think it's in a good position for everybody to rest their toes and elbows and everything else. Get some toe rest. Get, get a ready. toe doctor, toe therapy. Yep. Very yeah. good. Get in the whirlpool of jacuzzi. All right. Put a, put a Band-Aid on that thing and let's get ready to go. All right. We're, we're talking next Monday anyway. Yeah. Talking yeah. cars or something. No, we'll talk about all the other teams that we're glad aren't our team. Other teams from other teams. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Santana. All right, Santana. All right, fellas, y'all have a great week. All right, talk to you next Monday.